Welcome to Love That For Us, a podcast by me, Allie. And me, Alan. Two coaches who found themselves saying, love that for us, all too often. About entrepreneurship, dating, relationships, social media, wellness, and just life in general. On this week's episode, we'll be chatting about boundaries and specifically with the holidays because it is officially that time of the year. Whoa. How do we get I know it? it's pretty wild. I know. Do you like the holidays? What's your um, holiday vibe? I don't. I don't envision you being like a little Santa's helper. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate, actually. I am not like. I'm gonna call it just a holiday fan girl. I don't really like. I'm gonna sound like such a Grinch. I don't really like all the extraness of like like especially Halloween I'm like you're not gonna catch me with like a pumpkin or some like fake cemetery (laughs) in my front yard it's just not gonna happen and then I do like Thanksgiving but I think Thanksgiving to me has shifted to being gratitude and we usually try to give back on Thanksgiving either by volunteering or at our own coffee shop like being open and just serving the community um and not having any employees work giving them all the day but just like as owners working it and then Christmas my birthday is December 15th so December for me I'm like it's my birthday month and Christmas is always just an afterthought so it's just all about me in December so until I have children that's where I'm at holiday wise how about you December's Allie's month okay yeah (laughs) no one get it twisted what's Christmas yeah um, I love the holidays. Uh, I see that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you were talking about like you being a Grinch, I was like, yeah, that's, I see that for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's also very like, uh, how do I say this? Not cliche. Like I live in California. You live in Oregon. Like it's 87 degrees outside today. It does not feel like the holiday season. And so we don't really have any seasonal changes. It feels like summer every day of the year. And even when I was with you, which we'll touch on that in Oregon, I was like, oh my God, it it puts me into a different vibe. (laughs) Because there's like, I mean, only if I stayed, only if I remain, (laughs) because as soon as I get back to California, I'm like, what is fall like what like what is a jacket you know and when I'm there I'm like I feel how you could feel festive during this season with it being like colder and cozy and (laughs) like holiday vibes that's deep yeah I I love all the things holiday I mean I'm more of a Christmas like I love all the Christmas things but I don't discriminate against the holidays, but you I'm, are I, Santa's little helper. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason you were saying I'm not because you are already like, I wear that hat. <laughs> There's no way she is that hat. There's only room for one of us to be the best. In 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can wear that crown loud and proud. When I have children, I'll send them to Auntie Allen's house for the real holiday experience that they're not going to get at home. I'm not a spooky. I'm not, I'm not into spooky season. Like you said, I'm not, I don't have Halloween. Not Halloween. No. Okay. Like, 
post Halloween. It's my, I love, I'm like, sign me up for all the things. Yeah. I feel like I could, I think, and this is the thing too, and we'll talk about it with boundaries. Both Chris and I come from very, I mean, like the most untraditional family unit. So I think with that being said, we've really had to, um, almost make our own meaning of holidays. So when I think of like Christmas movies, I see it more as like, oh, that's so cute. That's so cool. I would love to create that for my children one day, but it's nothing like we don't have like a family's house to go to on Christmas. So for us, it's like, Mm -hmm. what do we want to do? Do we want to like, like usually we make pizza on Christmas (laughs) and we've established like some little, like we'll buy each other a present. We'll like exchange a present. We'll have pizza. We'll like invite some friends over if people like um don't go home or you know a lot of times you have employees that live out of state and they've moved to LA for career college or whatever and if they're not going home we're like come over and we'll like take a walk and it's just such a different experience where I think that makes it harder for me to commit to the quote-unquote holiday of like decorating I'm like what else is Christmas decorating (laughs) um doing the traditional stuff just because we don't have that like buzz that you have when you have a family to do it with so that's where I think this might change and shift as we have kids although very funny topic our first fight as a couple was about if we were going to tell our child about Santa Claus like if Santa was real or not okay what were the what were the the choices I said yes because if our kid goes to school we're not gonna have the five-year-old in kindergarten being like Santa Claus isn't real um, when they're like making Santa Claus wish lists or whatever, right? So you were going to have your kids even Santa? I was going to have my kids Santa. Okay. Now, Chris, on the other hand, is like, no, I don't want to lie (laughs) to our children (laughs) and make them believe in a man in a red suit goes down chimneys. That's so illogical um Mr. like logic and I am like but it's like the wonder and the spirit and um the joy that a child can have you you have a little Santa Santa's helper in you I do a little bit (laughs) I think I definitely like I said I'll watch the Hallmark movies and I'm like this is all so cute I want to do that for kids um so I would do it for children it's hard for me to do for obviously my fiance is like very just Scorpio energy black and white it's either a yes or no and for Christmas for him I think he's just like but why um make it make sense is one of my fiance's favorite phrases in life in general and I feel like I can just hear him say that about Santa Claus and that kind of stuff um so anyways it was actually our first fight and I don't think we've come to a solution in the four years that we've been together to be determined what our child knows about Santa Claus. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. A little bit of a tangent, but I think it's a fun tangent to just prep for, to get us in the holiday spirit, you know, of boundaries conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. With enthusiasm (laughs) from Alan and with just boundaries are important as we go into holidays from me fair no I mean yeah boundaries are I mean I think part of why I probably like the holidays like I don't equate the holidays I don't think with like doing a lot I think I equate Hmm, them with a lot um 
I mean, yeah, we have always, we have like, you know, a few family things where like, we'll do something on Christmas Eve and then something on Christmas, but it's not a huge, like for, I mean, I don't know, for me, it's not like a huge social season. I love just like being like, I'm going to watch all the new Christmas movies on Netflix or like, I'm, you know, like, I like just being cozy inside by the tree with lights like that. Well, and you have snow. Sometimes, hopefully, yeah, usually, at least a little bit. So it's like such a vibe. Like, yeah. Put yeah, me I like some it. snow. Give me some hot chocolate. Let me watch those Christmas movies. Then I completely get it. Not when it's yeah. 87 degrees outside. No, no. Yeah. I think like I like it like as a time of slowing down, but it's like a festive, even though like, I think for a lot of people it's probably not. And I think that's where like the I don't know, boundaries come in. If, I mean Yeah. I don't go to well and that's interesting because I feel like I have an opposite perspective and for me October November December are usually the busiest months and that is because our anniversary is in October the end of October okay Chris's birthday is the beginning of November and then there's Thanksgiving a few weeks later my birthday is about two-ish, two and a half-ish weeks after Thanksgiving, so right before Christmas in the summer, and there's Christmas and New Year's, and so I feel like we have something, even just between us, to somewhat celebrate, because I am, like, sentimental, so I still like to create something special, even if it's non-traditional around these kind of holidays, Um, and that's not adding other people's invitations to us if they have Christmas parties, Friendsgiving, stuff like that. Um, That's also not adding in all the normal business stuff that we do. And especially having a brick and mortar, which I think I've talked about in some of the business episodes, like that business will close for a day. So it'll be closed on like Christmas pretty much. And that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it doesn't slow down. It feels like in a lot of ways. So it's all our normal life plus extra stuff so it's always the most expensive and always just a lot happening which is why boundaries to me feel really important because I feel like you can get lost in the sauce of that if you're not really taking care of yourself and your needs your yeses and your no's during this lost in the sauce lost in the sauce yeah Like a big pot of spaghetti, and if you <laughs> put a basil leaf in there, it gets, lost. it gets lost in the sauce, and then later someone's like eating spaghetti, and they get a whole bite of basil. Like it's gross. You don't want to get lost in the sauce. You want to like know where the basil's at so you can take it out. <laughs> so that's my metaphor. Oh my lord! Okay. Yeah, that's no, why we don't want to get lost in the sauce. No, I'll I'll never look at sauce the same. Um, yeah, and basil going. <laughs> I don't want to get lost in it. Um, but no, yeah, for sure with the. I think people like yeah can have a tendency not have intentions, and then it just goes fast, and mm-hmm. and you don't enjoy. Well, it. I think it goes fast, and there's like peer pressure, and we can even talk about this not just like showing up at certain things, but like presents, you know, like who do you buy presents for? And especially if you have a big family or big friend circles, it's like, do I have to get presents for everyone? And am I going like broke? Like that needs to be a boundary, you know, that you have set. 
because yeah. I hear so many people be like, you know, it's such an expensive season. Or even if, and this has come up for us because we are a little bit non-traditional, we will do things like hosting at our house. And we have had to like set boundaries with how we host because it it's expensive to like do a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. And if in the past we haven't asked for people to pitch in or bring anything and we're like, shit, that was like, you know, a very expensive dinner. And like, not that it was asked for, but again, this is a boundary. We've learned we need to ask for support and ask for help when we are hosting these kind of things um, in order for it to feel good, right? And for you to not feel burnt out from certain celebrations or traditions for you, however that looks for you. And this right. is going to be different for everyone in those boundaries. But I think it is really important to do a little like check in with yourself before the holidays and be like, okay, how can this feel really good? How can I enjoy myself? And how can I not feel burnt out at, you know, what, like New Year's Day kind of thing? I feel like it's, oh, it's yeah. still like a celebratory time. But like, that's kind of to me when the season starts to end is like, January 2nd kind of thing. Totally. Totally. What are and for some... you, your birthday's in January. So I feel like it probably just continues for you. I know. Yeah. January 9th. I still feel like, I mean, January, I feel like is, I mean, my birthday aside, I feel like January is a really interesting, not a great month for a lot of people. Um, because I feel like they're coming off of the stress and like hustle of the holidays and then going into January feeling like it should be a doing month mm -hmm. like the start of the year and I'm doing my resolutions or my goals or like I need you know day one yeah um like a really like day one off month yeah like day one can be any time but if you're like looking at day one being like right after a marathon like of events like that's not a good place yeah. to be um so totally. it's an interesting time but yeah it goes it goes for a while for sure for a lot of people so um I think yeah that's why the the boundaries are for sure important and like thinking about it I mean because I'm like oh my gosh October is flying by and then mm -hmm. November and just thinking about it because all of a sudden it's just here and I feel like if you don't pause to think about it then it just happens to you you know like with no yeah 100% yeah and so that's where I think even if like any of the listeners are listening to this and they're like I really want to be present and aligned this holiday season this is where boundaries can really support you and as we shift into this conversation um, I think it's really important to kind of talk about what boundaries are because I feel like for you and I who are kind of in this coaching space, we understand boundaries um, and do a lot of work, not only with ourselves, but other people to mm -hmm. build healthy boundaries. But I think to a lot of people like boundaries is such a like mystical word in a lot of ways. Like what right. does that mean? And I think a lot of people think of boundaries because they don't, um, they haven't explored what they are, what they can be. They think of them as black and white. So like if they put up a boundary, it's like a hard no or a yes. And I'm like, there's a million answers in between that hard no or yes. So how would you kind of describe and explain boundaries? I mean, I feel like boundaries like are 
to the individual. I feel like they're um, unique to everyone, but kind of things you put in place to support yourself in that season. I feel like boundaries shift, like what yeah. once served you isn't, it's not like if you set one, it's like a hard and fast boundary for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. Like the things that you put in place to help serve you like mentally, physically, emotionally, all the things in a given time frame. And so that can be um, just things. I feel like they're more so like, preventative check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally and I think no. a lot of people think of boundaries as they have to be negative and I'm like boundaries like they think of putting up boundaries in like a breakup or boundaries when someone like hurts you and I'm like yeah those are important but what if crazy concepts we all just came into the world and into our relationships and interactions knowing and understanding our boundaries for the season that we're in and we're communicating those so our relationships can actually be healthier from the onset so that we're not having to put the extreme, like, I can't talk to you for three months, boundaries in place after someone has hurt us or damage has been done. And so that's why with holidays and talking about boundaries and like, ooh, it gets to be so good. If you think about your boundaries ahead of time, you communicate your boundaries you honor your boundaries for yourself to get what you want and what you need. It can make your relationships so much better. Right. I mean, how do you look at them? What are some that you do? Um, so I'll use like one that I use with clients, for example, a lot. Um, so, you know, you know, this, we've kind of talked about this. I have traditionally struggled with my almost anxiety to do with money. So for a long time, I've had anxiety with money. Mm-hmm. I've also in my adult life always had money because I had so much anxiety around it. I always made sure I had it. As I shifted into a more abundant place and realized I had triggers around money, a lot of people in my family, since I was young, this has just always been who I've been in my family unit, have come to me when they need money and ask me for money. And it used to just spiral me. So an example of a boundary that's not firm, it's not telling my family, I will never give you money, but I have told people, and this is like the new standard that's across the board. If anyone needs money or needs to borrow money from me, I have to receive a text message, first of all, which to me, this just feels healthier because it's like a warning to my nervous system that you want to have a conversation about money. I get to decide when and basically um how that happens so I'll be like okay I'm available tomorrow at 12 I'll give you a call we can talk about your situation see if I can help you I also get to decide how I help and if people get mad I used to take it personal because we didn't have good boundaries set up but now it's like there is no room for you to be angry I will help you how I can help you um and pretty much since I started establishing that boundary it's very interesting how people mold to it we know this because of the work that we do where people respect it. Whereas before they would text me like, Hey, I need a thousand dollars. And if I didn't respond back immediately saying, okay, I zelled you, there would be conflict and people would have hurt feelings. And like, you don't care about me and you're selfish, all these kind of things. And that's now a thing of the past because the boundary has put in place where I can still help people. 
they actually asked me less now because I've made it harder to access <laughs> in a way that's healthier, actually. Again, like they think about it more before they just call me and ask for money. But it's because I realized I had a trigger and I had a need that how in my family unit, people were approaching me for this, these kind of situations was not working for me. And instead of me being, I could have gone extreme and been like, I'm not giving anyone money anymore. Don't ask me. I'm not going to help you because that felt safer. I was like, where's the in-between? And the in-between now is text message, heads up. I get to decide when I call you and talk to you about it. And you have to honor that. And if I say a week, I will call you in a week. That has to be acceptable. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of thing so anyways that to me is an example I use often because it is a little bit of an extreme example I know everyone's not in the circumstance where people are coming to them with money things but it's also again an example where I feel like so many people would go black and white and go really extreme with that right. um, but you don't have to you do not have to go extreme in any boundary situation unless you're like life is at danger right and you're like restraining order is needed then that's like the most extreme boundary or blocking people for example um <laughs> we love that so yeah I feel like you know boundaries again are just how you get your needs met how you make sure your nervous system is regulated so by setting by telling people like hey when you do this it makes me feel this in the future can you do this so that I don't feel that right whatever that negative emotion um was or so that you feel better feel that a positive emotion that you would rather feel in your relationship yeah I think that's huge that's like a little template for boundaries it's kind of you know yeah board whatever it is like I mean because we I think we tend to feel a lot of guilt when we like impose them but um you know like the like you just said when you feel this it makes me feel this like in the future can we do this to avoid mm -hmm. yeah that? like mitigate that um right and I think people's fear is that people are not going to respect mm -hmm. boundaries or there will be backlash and Which sometimes that's true right yeah. like sometimes right. people have a tough time but I always say then you know they're not your people or they have more work to do until they can really be back in your energetic bubble in some ways to the same capacity that you had them in because most people who love you and care about you and really respect you are going to be willing to at least compromise with you maybe meet you in the middle and say okay yeah you know I'll keep going off my example if it if it's something like they were like you know well it's an emergency I can't text you I would be like okay well, in that case, if it's like you are literally in the ER and you need money right now, that kind of emergency, yes, call me. But if it's not that, then I do need you to text and honor it, right? So it's not that people can't like push back on it. But again, if they completely disrespect it, then it's probably not a healthy relationship anyways. So I'm like, if that's the fear, because people are going to push back, that tells you something else about your relationship, which is a complete separate almost uh path to go down into like how do I make this relationship balanced and healthy so that I'm allowed to have boundaries and they can be respected right yeah yeah that takes you it takes you down a little different path of life if you're going that way I think for sure totally totally and so it's again if it's like if you bring up boundaries to healthy relationships 
people shouldn't have a problem, especially if you use that little template where it's like, when you do this, it makes me feel this. Can you do this so I can feel this? Um, it really can be supportive. And usually people are like, yeah, totally. Um, even in my relationship, we do this a lot. So we will literally say to each other, like, that's a boundary or I'm going to need to put up a boundary for this situation, even when it comes to our businesses. So if, for example, Chris's business is like kind of chaotic and there's a lot of stress going on, mm-hmm. I might say like, I need you to ask me if I'm emotionally available at the end of the day when you come home to talk about the business stuff and work before you just start talking about business and work because I will then get overwhelmed. And if I don't have the emotional space for it, it'll ruin our night. I don't want our night ruined. So I'm like, can you please ask me if I have space? If I do, I'll hold it for you. If I don't, we'll put a time like tomorrow morning before you go to work. I'll, we'll wake up a half hour earlier. You can totally catch me up. And that's when we'll talk about it. Right. So that's another example of a boundary that again, makes your relationship healthier because you can be, you can show up as a better person when you right. put boundaries in place. Well, I think that's a good example of balancing boundaries and needs, which is like, I mean, you and I have yeah. talked about this, but I feel like that's kind of like the teeter-totter that you ride a little bit is like, I mean, especially during the holidays, but just in general, when we're talking about like family, friends, relationships, business is like, you're setting a boundary, but the counter side will have a need and you know mm-hmm. or like someone's setting one with you like you have a need and so it's like you respecting someone's boundary but making sure your needs are met or on the other side like them setting one and still respecting your you know like it's just kind right. of like a little dance of it's a dance yeah. for sure and that's because we're all human beings um so we all have needs we all have an entire like almost like life ecosystem we're bringing to the table with each other and we all want to remain in balance and so I think this is where communication like so many people assume that other people know their boundaries and I think that's where things can get really haywire there can be a lot of unconscious triggering kind of going back to family and holidays you know I I did grow up somewhat my family was more of a unit when I was younger than now in adulthood and um but I had a lot of adult siblings so I was like the only kid in in very adult situations and there was so many fights on holidays it would just like blow up and that was oftentimes because other people had boundaries people again uncommunicated boundaries A common way we hear this is like, they push my buttons, you know, it's like, yeah, they overstepped a boundary, but people's Mm -hmm. buttons would get pushed and then things would blow up, but it wasn't communicated. So I think really to prevent um, conflict in boundaries and to just dance that dance more gracefully, it takes you actually communicating out loud to other people what your boundaries are. Yes. No, I think that that's like a huge, um, point is (laughs) but you're like oh it's a no-brainer but the communication of yeah because it's so easy for for us to be like oh well they would know that or like that's a no-brainer I've said something before or whatever but like I think yeah we need so much clarity and then we need more clarity on top of that (laughs) so literally yeah. yeah 
Yeah. Especially with people that we're really comfortable with sometimes too. You know, I use my relationship as, a, as an example. Yeah. And so it, we've lived together for like three years. We've been together for four years and it would be really easy for us to always assume that we know each other's boundaries, but even on a given day, right? Let's say I have a really long, exhausting day with like a lot of really deep emotional sessions with clients all day. Chris wouldn't necessarily know that when he just arrives home. So he's going to arrive home with his own energy from the day. And I might be like, I'm depleted. I can't even talk. I don't even want to talk. I just want to like watch Bachelor in Paradise all night long. That's my only one wish. And if he doesn't know that, he walks into the room being like, hey, it was a shit show. I'm so upset. I'm so mad. And then like, whoa, I can't take this energy. Right. And so, but that's where it would be my responsibility to say something like, I've had such an exhausting day. I don't have any space to hold for you, but I want to hold it for you. Let me recharge. I'll circle back around. Or we even do cute little things, throwing this out there for couples, where if that's the case and he's like, I really, really need space held, we'll do something like we'll go take a walk and it's more of like a moving meditation. And usually about like 15, 20 minutes into a walk, once I'm able to kind of re-regulate my nervous system and literally gain energy from being outside and in the sunshine after a long day of client work, I will be like, okay, I'm ready to talk as we like walk and talk so that it's not, it doesn't feel as intense of being one-to-one with eye contact and just way more energy holding space. So again, boundaries, right? And it really takes internal check-ins to be like, where am I at? today at any given moment what do I need and what do I need to tell the people around me so that I receive that I'm going to bring up another one that I think is common and I see come up with clients a lot and I could see this coming up for people around the holidays especially okay. is like responding to text messages oh we assume so much if we don't get a text back from certain people or I see clients do this you know like I texted them and I haven't heard back people take it so personal so so personal and I just think it's so bad about this lately yeah do have you been taking it personal no or have you been the person not getting back (laughs) not getting back okay yeah exactly right exactly and that's it it's usually like what we do is we forget that this person has like the whole whole world, a whole life, often that we have some insight to, but not, you know, their own lived experience going on around them. And they're probably busy. They might be exhausted. They might not have that energy. And so a lot of times people feel they take it personal. They feel upset. They're like, they didn't text me back. How dare them? So rude kind of situations. Um, And I really encourage people, especially during this holiday season, there's two pieces of this. It's one, nothing's personal. (laughs) Don't take it personal. That person has their own life and stuff going on. And two, if it really is like a boundary for you, like if that really feels like, no, I definitely am triggered if I don't get a text back right away, it really feels shitty to me. Then that's another thing that I encourage my clients. I encourage all listeners to tell people like, Hey, it hurts my feelings and I don't hear back from you. Can you at least send me an auto text that you can have pre-set up that's like, hey, I got this message. I'm so busy. I'll get back to you ASAP. And if you're someone that takes it really personal and you need that, communicate that. Versus like me, I have friends that we will have a text message conversation, go for two weeks and there will be like a gap of 
two days between it and we'll just like pick back up and it's known that we don't need to communicate. And I'll even tell some of my friends who I can see they have guilt. They'll be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't touch you back for two days. I'm like, don't even stress about it. Like our relationship's strong enough. I know where we're at. I don't take it personal. Like I actually love that about our friendship. <laughs> we don't right. always have to stress about that. Right. So it's um, even saying something like that shows my friends like, Hey, we have healthy boundaries around this. I'm not going to take it personal if you don't get back to me. But if I send you, you know, a wedding invite and you just never RSVP, well, I take it a little personal maybe because that's a really important day to me. Right. So there's just such different levels all of this to say there's such different levels of boundaries and we assume usually where other people's boundaries are based on our own boundaries <laughs> and that's not yeah. fair to other people and that's not always the case totally totally yeah no I see like and I think that's interesting because I even I do like that's totally the same I mean I know you and I can be like that but like I do I'm totally fine with that with friendships like not replying but I and we've talked about this have the past like trigger of in relationships though like Mm -hmm. if that communication isn't there then that's a trigger for me in friendships I couldn't care less like oh I'll talk to you totally if you reply to me in a month well and that's that's interesting because you know what the root of that is is the trust (laughs) I know yeah (laughs) you have to like and that's I think this is so good to talk about because you have the healthy trust built in the friendship where you're like, it, they don't have to get back and that doesn't feel like a boundary cross, but because you, I'm assuming, and we're, you know, we're speaking hypothetically here, you don't have the trust built in the romantic relationship and you've probably have past experiences where there was either a lack of respect or there was a boundary crossed in a lot of ways from people not texting you back that it re- triggers that and I would say the same thing communication communication is everything in this and I think the more transparently you can date with your boundaries with saying like it yeah it makes me nervous it starts to freak me out um the healthier it can be my my fiance and he's always been this way will leave people he has red receipts on okay first of all I have to disclaim this he has red receipts on which can really trigger people really trigger people because it then says red right and it literally says the date and time that things are red and if he doesn't get back for a few days people get triggered um when we first started dating I similar to, to you didn't have a lot of trust with men that I was dating and he told me straight up that he's not a good texter that was like a like first few dates he was like I'm not a good texter especially when I'm at work because he works in the service industry where he has customers right in front of him I hate when people say that though I it can be true though it can be true and this is where we have to take it it's not personal out of it people can be really bad texters and this is where through witnessing him as a human being I see it as true So he actually primed me, which first of all, conscious move. And I appreciate that. But I know every, I don't want to make this a sex thing. (laughs) Not every person you date, whether it's female or male, um, might not have that awareness of themselves, but they're not a good texter. If you have the awareness though, that you are the kind of person who gets nervous or starts to feel anxious, it's important to you to set some parameters. So I would tell Chris, especially in the beginning, 
I don't need you to write back to every text message. I just need you to acknowledge it. I just need you to acknowledge it. So if that's something like, oh, let me get back to you in a bit. Like BRB even could be texted in three letters. Um, If, and I'm not a psychopath. It doesn't have to be within two minutes, right? Of the text message received. But if in like, a two, three hour window, like you have looked at your phone, right? You have looked at your phone. And this is most human beings we can confidently say, unless they have like no service or they're at like a retreat or a crazy work event, something like that, right? They're looking at their phone at least every two, three hours minimum. Um, I just needed acknowledgement that he would get back to whatever it was that I said. And this has become the standard in our relationship ever since and it has flowed and what it has actually allowed me to do is give him more and more grace as the relationship has gone on now he obviously doesn't have this level of boundaries established with every single person he communicates with so people do take it really personal people that we are mutual friends with will actually end up reaching out to me and being like, I texted Chris two days ago and it's red and he hasn't gotten back to me. Is he mad at me? What's wrong? (laughs) Blah, blah. And, you know, this is how I know that like how personal people can take this. And I will then say, you know, it's not personal. He will get back to you. He will probably get back to you. He does this thing and this is just, you know, not to put him on blast, but he does this thing where he will go through like all his text messages on like a Friday night or a Saturday morning I when he that. starts to slow down from his work week. Yeah. And he'll catch up and yeah. he'll catch up. And I'm like, he will get back to you. Same way with emails, same thing with all that. But I'm like, he is not the immediate responder unless, and again, this is because the boundary has been set. It's me. And I don't want to put like the little crown on my head being like, I'm the privileged one in this. But I also, from the beginning told him, if you want me to trust you and you don't want me to have that um, anxiousness that I have, I have for good reason because of my past relationships, I'm going to need just some acknowledgement. And what's incredible is usually he'll give me acknowledgement. And then when he does have time to like sit down and be intentional, I will get like three paragraphs of text back way longer than I would ever text him because I am not that kind of an intentional texter, but he is. And so even when he gets back to people later, I'm like, they don't get a thumbs up, right? They get like, an essay from him because he's so intentional about when he does communicate but again boundaries and without communication people wouldn't know this about him like I said people often don't know this about him and then they get their feelings hurt because the boundary is not established so I think in any dating situation communication style and talking about that especially in texting or Instagram right because if you see someone like post stories and they haven't texted you back like there could be feelings um even our family members I know as business owners sometimes I'll be like on Instagram and someone will call me and I'll be like I can't take this call right now but I'll keep posting on Instagram I know and and people will get like butt hurt they'll be like well you were on social media (laughs) you know and I'm like yeah, for my business, I have, I, like, I really needed to show up and post something, I will call you back at the end of my day, you know, and that's, again, a boundary that I have to put up so that I don't feel guilty, or people don't feel like I'm disregarding them when I'm showing up on social media, for example. So I think just communication is key in kind of what your communication style needs yeah. are at any given season you're in, even in dating, and it can feel weird but it only feels weird because we like to play games in dating 
And that's become our cultural standard of like assuming things about people, guessing, leaving people in the dark, um, breadcrumbing people, ghosting people, right? And so I'm like, if we want to change the culture of dating, we need to be radically honest in communicating with people and not play the games of like, well, he didn't text me back for two hours. So now I'm going to like never text him again. Or I'm going to make him wait a whole day before I text him back. And I'll just the like classic dating game. I can't do that. that. I know. Play. That like actually like creates a physical like reaction in me. I, I just like, right? I, if I see something and I have time, I'll reply. And so I just would never right. be like, oh, let me just, I'm going to set <laughs> set a reminder well and even that can be a healthy boundary is simply saying something as simple as that like if I'm available I will always get back to you um if I'm doing other things I will get back to you as soon as possible right and we say this like in business transactions you know like in our contracts with our clients it's literally established it's so funny how we do it often like for work we do it for our businesses but when it comes to like friends family people we're dating relationships all of a sudden we're like I can't have any boundaries (laughs) like that's not true it actually is healthier if you do have boundaries and you state them totally yeah yeah no I think that's gonna give a lot of people things to think about I have things to think about I mean I think like we said earlier I mean it shifts in Mm -hmm. seasons too so you know yeah like you said, like your trust with Chris has gone up obviously and changed. Um, and like your exact needs, like we still want that communication, but exact needs have, have shifted. And I think like that boundary has shifted slightly things like that. I just think it's interesting, like how that happens, but you have to start somewhere and Mm -hmm. have those, those conversations. And I, I mean, oddly, the holidays, I guess, can be a good place to start for people. <laughs> yeah. So try it out. Saying, try it out. And it's like, again, I think it starts with really getting clear to yourself. Another classic holiday thing where I see this coming up is people who are married and have like a lot of functions to go to and deciding yeah. like, do we go to your mom's Christmas dinner or my mom's and how we tell people, right? And people not being like, upset with you because you're going to the other families so it's again it really starts with you getting clear on what feels good to you what feels like a yes in your body what feels like a no in your body allowing yourself to honor that and then communicate from a place of love and a place of like this is what I need and what I want and not being scared to have any fallout from that it might and it can still come but again if people really love you and really respect you it might take them a few days I'm not saying it's going to be immediate but they should really be able to come back around to totally understand and I'm actually really happy that you're asking for your wants and your needs through your boundaries probably Mm -hmm. won't use that language but in other words (laughs) um, I'm proud of you for yeah for for doing taking this step and really doing what you need to do in this holiday season for you. I think too, like you can, I think sometimes we think of boundaries as like super black and white, like, Oh, I'm either going or I'm not, or I'm, you know, so yes. Yeah. But like you can um, just reformat things a little bit. Shift yeah. Like, you can go for an hour yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you can go like just for, like I can come just for dinner, but after that, we're going to head to 
you know, my fiance's family or whatever. I'm going to go home. It doesn't even have to be, you don't even have to have an excuse, you know, it can just be like, I feel like I just only have the capacity to come for one hour. If it is things like presents, like I don't, maybe I don't have the budget right now to buy Christmas presents for everyone, but I'm going to write everyone really thoughtful cards. And that's going to be my in-between for this holiday season to respect my own boundaries when it comes to spending and money this year. Um, so yeah, I think there's so many gray areas. And if we just, I think it's a nervous system reaction to go black and white and feel yeah. so safe when we feel somewhat um like there might be some conflict or we might feel some anxiety to just be like I'm not valid I'm just not going to do it and it's it's really important to regulate your nervous system and then once you're regulated to see if that that a gray area does exist that you can still participate and be a part of things um but just in a way that feels safer to you totally I love that my gosh so many things with boundaries I know and holidays and birthdays and anniversaries and yeah Alabama. Christmas Thanksgiving we didn't even talk about like Hanukkah you know <laughs> like there is just oh lord just so much so much and I apologize if we're missing any other major holidays probably are. in this we probably we probably totally are because again it's just such a jam-packed jam-packed calendar but again I think the best way that the holidays can just be whatever you want them to be is doing that internal check-in figuring out what you need what you want and communicating it to people in your world so good so I could good. do I could do a whole episode on this too with wedding season you know oh my gosh. <laughs> boundaries and having a wedding right now are coming up in my life a lot with other people's needs wants and expectations um you just need to use your template episode yeah yeah no matter what template and it's yeah it's gonna be good I think remembering yeah you're gonna be good yeah yeah all right yep. thank you guys for joining us on this week's episode you can find a new episode every Thursday at 7 a.m pacific standard time connect with us more you can add us on instagram I'm at recovery and I am at doing it despite see you next week I love that for us Thank you.